Hello to the most wonderful partners in the world. And I'm here with Chad, who is driving me very, very carefully today. Both hands on the wheel. Both hands on the wheel. Left you want to say your hello? Left eye on the road, right eye on the phone. <laughs> Please go ahead. Oh, both eyes on the road. No, say hello. Hi. Happy Friday. It's going to be a good one. A yeah, very, very good one. Uh, Chad has a few questions to ask me, but I want to talk to you about, you know, on Fridays, I want to encourage you and pray with you and believe God with you for your finances and also that God will bless you and bless the work of your hands like this is the day when you want to believe God to take care of the things in the natural and not just spiritual but also natural but uh, he was asking me about giving being spiritual right okay but let's pray first father I give you praise for what you're going to show us bless your people let this coming week be a blessed coming week for everyone lord that they'll prosper in all they do everything they touch will multiply in jesus name amen he even has his hand up while i'm uh i'm praying because i tell him to have both hands on the wheel see when he's driving me like both hands on the wheel but anyways all right do you want to ask your question my good brother senor there thank you for the opportunity well yeah, the first question I ask is, is giving spiritual? Yeah, let me just, okay, one more time. How how spiritual is giving when we do it in the right way? What is, All right. how should our heart, heart postures be? That's a great question. Yes, it is very spiritual, even though giving is in the natural world, you know, it produces spiritual results that affect the natural world. At what point, when I give my, when I take the money out of my wallet, okay, and I, I give it to God, at what point does it become spirit? Well, okay, let me, let me, let me deal with this with a couple of answers. Number one, a lot of people, when they give to the Lord, they give to receive, they don't give to sow wow. into the kingdom. Sowing into the kingdom is a principle that is spiritual, completely spiritual. Meaning that when you sow, your faith is involved. And when faith is involved, it releases a spiritual force. Giving and receiving are two different things. But they're looking, some people are looking to the natural to bring the harvest. But that's not the way the harvest comes. The way the harvest comes is the same way you sow for it, in faith. If faith is not involved, it will not bring the harvest either. Wherever you find faith, you find spiritual power in action. But that spiritual power becomes reality in the natural. So. Giving, when you and I give our money, it's a natural act, of course. We go to our wallet or our pocket, our checkbook, our credit card, and we do something naturally, no different than someone getting up out of a stretcher or moving their arms. And, you know, I tell people when when they are healed, do something. Do something physical. And that doing physically releases a spiritual force 
whether it's in the healing ministry or whether it's in the giving. So when we give, if faith is not involved, all right, let, let me just ask you this. Let's say, let's say somebody is sitting on a, on a wheelchair in my crusade and there is no healing anointing flowing. And I say, well, do what you were not able to do before. Well, number one, they cannot. And number two, if they do, they're going to wear themselves out or hurt themselves physically because there's no power involved at all if the anointing is not there. Or let's say anyone can say he has a healing ministry who doesn't have a healing ministry. For example, you have people who pray for the sick who are not called to pray for the, for the sick. They don't have a healing ministry. And and the, and the world makes fun of them. They, they pick those people that try to get somebody out of a wheelchair, but they end up back in the wheelchair and being harmed. Not only are they harmed physically because they are not healed, they are harmed also in their faith because it didn't happen. One time in South Africa, a certain minister said to people publicly, that they will all be healed when he lays hands on them. So the news media showed up. And big crowds showed up in Johannesburg. It was a flop. Because he didn't have the anointing that God requires. And it was such a disaster, it hurt the body of Christ in Johannesburg. The news media had a heyday with it. Nobody came out of a wheelchair. Nobody was healed that they could see. And the news media, of course, attacked that ministry. And that ministry didn't exactly have a good day after that. So, And it happens all the time in churches where people want to pray for someone, but nothing really happens. Now, when the anointing is there, it's different. Because there is the possibility that faith will arise in their heart of that someone and connect with the anointing in that service. You're listening to all of this, huh? So when I would minister, I would bring people into the presence of God so the anointing would flow. And once the anointing was flowing, I would then pray that the Lord will heal his people. I would command disease to leave under the anointing. And then I would say, now all of you that need God to touch you, once that anointing flows, act. And hundreds were healed. Hundreds. Sometimes we have, we had traffic jams with wheelchairs, empty wheelchairs everywhere. And no one can deny it. I went on many programs later, even like with Larry King. Nobody denied these things were real. The one question people always ask me, is this real? I said, well, look at it. You tell me. Are they are they all actors? Are they all liars? Are they lying about the fact that God God healed them? Did they did they sit in that in that in that wheelchair just to, so they can you know act? No, you can never convince a man or woman who was healed that it was real. But the world wanted to know. I remember uh, King Abdullah of Jordan, who's my friend. Uh, he was meeting with one of the uh, princes or something uh, from the from the Gulf. Wow. 
and they were watching me on Larry King years ago. And the gentleman said to uh, King Abdullah of Jordan, who is still king today, he said, is this real? He said, I don't know if that's real, but I know that the guy is real because I know him. And he told me that. Because the world wants to know. Now, what happens is quite simple. That someone in that wheelchair, releasing their faith, connects with the supernatural part of God. So, a healing ministry begins in the natural realm. But once faith is released, they move into the spiritual realm. So that's what happens with giving. Wow. Giving begins in the natural with a dollar, two dollars, ten dollars, hundred, whatever. And then God takes that faith, not the money. He takes that faith and produces miracles with it. Another question, sir? Absolutely. Go ahead. How, what does it do to someone to invest in the kingdom of God? Do you believe that it opens them up to the spirit and the kingdom of God and all other aspects of life in a greater measure? No. Money does not bring the blessings of God spiritually. And money does not bring the blessings of God to someone's body to get healed. In other words, you cannot sow money for spiritual blessings like salvation, like deliverance, and on and on. Because when we sow financially, we are sowing to receive financially. Even though faith is involved, the spiritual force is involved to bring the harvest to us. Yet, it only affects finances. So, like I've always said, if you want a spiritual miracle, you have to act spiritually. Pray, ask God, and so on. Like when people are saved, you know, they have to surrender. That's a spiritual act. They have to believe God for salvation, on like that. When, 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 when someone wants a physical healing, he acts physically. Jesus never one time said, give so you can get healed. He said, get up and walk. Do, do something physically. Stretch your hand and so forth, or your arm. And even when the blind man said that I might receive my sight, Jesus said, receive your sight. He had to receive it. Well, how did you receive it? Not by rubbing his eyes. It was still an act of faith. There was nothing he could do, like moving, you know, a leg or whatever, or, pick, you know, pick up a bed. It was still an act in the physical realm that was not possible to do physically, like moving the body. But he had to expect his eyes to be open, and, and, and they were. In the, in the financial realm, what do we do? We act financially. We sow a seed. No different than prayer. No different than someone picking up their bed and walking or coming out of a wheelchair. But it doesn't, when we sow money, it doesn't affect our spirit. It doesn't affect us in our spirit. It affects us in our life and finance, jobs, future, and so on. So, uh, prosperity is real. Prosperity is in the Bible. We cannot take it out of the Bible. So I believe with, with, with all of my heart that there has come people 
of God need to understand, and I want you to, to, to understand, the incredible spiritual force we release when faith is alive in whatever we do. So when I give to the Lord's work and there's faith that's bubbling up in my soul, in joy we give, in joy and glory we give, in love we give to the Lord Jesus. And I'm not giving to get something back. I'm giving because I adore Him. All right. When you give a gift to someone on his birthday or her birthday, are you looking for something back? Like another gift to come? No. Our children, our loved ones, or our friends whom we love. When it's their birthday, we want to honor that day for them by buying them a gift, whatever the gift is. We're not looking for them to give us a gift. It's their birthday. Or Christmas time, you know, when you give someone a gift, are you expecting them to give you one? Then it's, it's you know, it's not worth it. <laughs> it loses something, huh? Because right. you're not really giving in love. You're, you're giving in greed. You, you, you want something back. And people sometimes in church, sadly in the church, meaning the body of Christ, sometimes, not always, and not all of them, but some, give to receive. They don't really give because they love. They, Well, they say, I love Jesus, but they're really looking for something tomorrow because they need it tomorrow. It's always like But wait, it always comes, though. The harvest always comes. And it comes much bigger, much greater than if I'm looking for it or asking for it because he's called the God of the harvest. He's the God of the harvest. Pray the Lord of the harvest, it says in the Bible. Well, the God of the harvest surely will get the harvest to you without you begging for it, looking for it. Where is it? I didn't get it. No, it's coming. It's coming as sure as that sun is coming up in the sky tomorrow morning. It will not fail. God will not fail you. Because it's an act of love. And what does the Bible say in Proverbs 8? I may cause them who love me to inherit substance. Substance. The harvest will come. Nothing will stop it. Sorry, you 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 saying something. I was really in the floor, brother. I so love it. I love go it. ahead. No, it, basically, like what you're saying, because he loves us, we give. We so we're we're not giving to receive. We're we're giving because and and when we give to love him because we love him, he pours it on us with such glory. There's no space for it to receive it. It's that. Do you remember what God said to Israel? He said in Malachi's. You know, a lot of people use that wonderful chapter, which is great. But he says, I'm the Lord, I change not. And before that, he said, if you give a gift to your governor that's broken up, will, 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 will he receive you? In other words, you despise him when you give him something cheap. And what was God looking for? What was God looking for? Was he looking for the, for, for the gift? No, he was looking for love. He's looking for our love. Every time we give, he's looking for our love, not the not the seed. And the seed really doesn't matter, frankly, how big it is. 
It can be a dollar. Full of love is way bigger to God with a thousand without it. Can I say that again? One dollar with love means more to the Lord than a thousand dollars without it. Because when we love him and give him the best, that's what Jesus was talking about when he said that, that you know, sitting watching people at the temple give. The rich gave without love, and now one poor woman gave with love, or two mites. And he said she gave more than all of them. Because she gave all she had. But what was she really giving? She was giving her love to God. When someone gives all they have, they're giving their love away. Ooh. That's the big announcement when they, when they say, Lord, I love you so much, I'm giving you all I got in my pocket. And God looks and says, I'm going to bless them so much, there'll be no room for the blessing. Any other questions before I go on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, my, my, you're it. full of questions today. I love, I love it. it. I love it. It's go ahead. Not, we're not giving to receive. We're giving because we already have received. It's love. It's yes. beauty. It's precious. Precious. Um, how important is it to sow into the Lord through a ministry that you're receiving from? That's a very important question and a very good, very good answer. You know, people uh, give and tithe to organizations and they receive nothing back because it's not the church. They're, they're, they're not giving for church cause. And church cause is always spiritual. It's always the gospel. Wow. Yeah. So uh, sometimes people give. Uh, one lady uh, came up to me one day and she said, you know, she said, we tithe and we give, but we see nothing in return. I said, because you're, you, you are giving it to something, not someone. And she just stared at me. I said, are you giving it to Jesus? Or are you giving it to a man? Or to a building program? Why are you giving it? And boy, she really you know, was, was quite shocked when I said that to her. I said, you know, uh, her name was Twyla. I said, you know, something, dear Twyla, I said, I know a guy in Beverly Hills who gave 40 million he was a Jewish man to a synagogue and went bankrupt and I saw him one day in a shoe store a cheap shoe store and he was buying cheap shoes I said oh how are you doing Gary his name was Gary I said how are you doing Gary well he said I just went bankrupt lost all my money and I walked out of that store I'm thinking how could a guy go bankrupt who gave God 40 million for a synagogue and the Lord rebuked me he said he did not give it to me he did not give it to me he gave it to the synagogue and I was like I was startled by that answer the book of Hebrews makes it very clear we give it to the Lord himself he is the one who receives our gift and our tithe not some organization. So people sometimes in their hearts and minds are not thinking about God. They're just giving about, you know, it's a, it's something I just have to do. But they're not thinking about Jesus at that time. They're thinking about the church or the building. And when they think of the church, they're thinking about some organization, not the real church, the people of God, the real church. 
that there may be meat in my house, the Lord said. The house is the church, and the church is not the building. The church is the people. So when we give to the Lord, that's the difference. Then he blesses that gift. He multiplies that gift. He gives it back to us multiplied 30, 60, or 100 fold. So we have to understand very clearly the spiritual part in giving. Now, before uh, I pray, if you have any more questions, I'll let you ask. But if not, I want to finish up. Thank okay, you, good. That's awesome. All right. Did you learn anything, brother? Oh, good. I love it. Yeah, thank you, sir. I think you sweet people enjoy it when, when he, he asks me questions, by the way. Yeah. Now, it's time to know God really is eager, is eager to reward you. <laughs> Is eager to bless you way more than you are willing to receive the blessing. So faith has got to come so alive inside of you right now for your financial tomorrow that you have to believe it with all your heart. And you know what? Faith is born in prayer. Faith is not born when we mentally convince ourselves of something. Faith is born in prayer. So as you talk to God, begin to praise Him. Begin to thank Him. Begin to worship Him that He's going to bless you. And declare it to Him. Say, Lord, I thank you. Your word declares I will prosper. Your word declares I'll never lack. Your word declares I'm coming out of debt. Oh, Lord, I bless your holy name. And when you say that, God rejoices over that. And begins to bless you. So rather than saying, oh God, please help me. I have such... A... No, no, no. Lord, I praise you. I'm coming out of that. I praise you. I'll never forget the time when, when Oral Roberts told me that I need to give to God and tell him what, what I want for it financially. It took me a long time to even do it. And then as I began doing it, he said, dear Oral said, write it on the envelope. And I did every Sunday morning. And one day the Lord said, do you believe what you are writing? I said, yes. He said, praise me for it now. And so I wrote on that envelope, I praise you. I'm coming out of that. I praise you for the gift. I praise you. And boy, it came in about four months later that God blessed me beyond words through a man, Emil Tannis. He enjoys. God bless him. Well, we pair off our, our home. And what Oral said is, what do you want God to do for you? I said, well, I want him to pay. You know, I want to pay off my home. He said, tell God that. And I didn't think I could. <laughs> and then I did. And then I began praising and it worked. You know what praising is? Watering the seed. When I praise, I pour water on the seed. I've just sown. It'll happen. So today when you sow, Praise the Lord. Just go, get more excited about it than anything else. In the natural, I mean. Just just begin to shout for joy. Say, Lord, I thank you. I'm coming out of that. I thank you, my family. will be, And I thank you. My, my finances will never lack. Watch what, he, what he'll do with, with you and for you. So, Lord, we praise you. We bless your holy name. Come on. Mal bakul al metro pielbe minti kana. Let's just bless him in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah to the Lamb of Heaven. Glory to Jesus, the Son of Almighty God. Hallelujah. 
Now you keep praising Him like that and you're going to see the harvest come like a mighty wave of blessings on your life. Amen. You're going to have a great weekend, by the way. I know it. I know it. You're going to have a great weekend. You're going to have a great Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and another great weekend next week and on. Because God is on your side and nothing can touch you. Nothing can harm you. No curse can touch your life. You were born to be blessed. Hallelujah. Now go be a blessing in Jesus' name. Remember what God said to Abraham? I'll bless you and I'm going to make you a blessing. So now let's be a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. You can sow your seed right now. Oh, I feel it in my soul right now. All right. Right there on the platform, you're watching me on to Benihin Ministries. Or you can go to BenihinMinistries.org or just simply text it. BHM45777. And Chad, I thank you. For your questions. Amen. Thank you. Much love to you. Have a blessed weekend. See you Monday. A glorious week next week. All right. Love you. Bye-bye.